You're listening to the Mule Sports Network. 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 Nine. Ignition sequence start. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Mule Sports Network, it's Muhlenberg 2023 football. Sponsored by the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Tonight, your Muhlenberg Mules host the Conestoga Valley Buckskins in the season finale. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers. Ramblin' Ryan Lineweaver and returning to the booth. Look! Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Patrick Wider. Great opening. Gary apologized for this opening, by the way, before it even said it Can't imagine why he needs to apologize. That was awesome. I cannot imagine why Gary I, I needs just, to apologize. I might just have to find that opening and just start my day everywhere with that. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's that's Jerry for you. No better way to kick off the final game of the regular season here for your Muhlenberg Mules taking on the visiting Conestoga Valley Buckskins. And like the second half of this season has gone, when I said early on that it was a murderer's row, it continues here this evening against a 7-2 Buckskin squad that just knocked off an undefeated Exeter team and snapped that regular season winning streak just last week. Yeah, Conestoga Valley's playing really well. I, I knew they coming in were, were going to be good. I probably thought they were going to probably be more like a 6-4 and four team, 5-5, five and five, maybe 7 wins, but they're better. Uh, they're very well coached. Coach, Coach Kapansky's a friend of mine. Uh, I've known him from when he was at Northeastern. And and they got John Mannion, who used to be at uh, Lampier Stroudsburg. He's their offense mm-hmm. coordinator. So they got a very good staff of coaches, and, and, and just was very well coached. They got a lot they're playing for. They can win this week and, you know, set themselves up well for the playoffs. Taking a look at those Buckskins, yeah, they're going to run the football. They can also pass with a, a pretty decent consistency as well. Uh, they have Liam Cheek as their starting quarterback. Yes. He's thrown for 14 touchdowns, just five picks all year long. Now, he is inconsistent which you will be at this level to a certain degree, right? He's under 51% passing, but he's thrown for over 1,100 yards, 102 QB rating, and like I said, 14 to 5 touchdown to interception ratio. When your quarterback's holding on to the football and not creating turnovers like that, you have to like what you see. Yeah, it's, they run like a it's like a modified wing T, but spread. George. Spread wing T, <laughs> Ryan. And so they, don't say. they run the ball pretty well. Jaden Johnson is an absolute monster. When he gets to open field, he's gone. He's electric. He's a receiver running back, uh, and he just he's averaging 7.1 yards a carry. It's just unreal. 12 touchdowns, and when he gets to open field, he's gone. He's just electric. Uh, it's even more than that. He's averaging 7.61 yards per carry. <laughs> he's over above 7.5, so every, what, three times that he touches the football, you yes. got two first downs out of it, theoretically. So. Uh, you have him, but Liam Cheek also runs the football with consistency. He has, a, again, 126 passing attempts. He also has 83 rushing attempts with three touchdowns. And then they also have Achilles Mobley uh, coming out of the backfield. He's got 269. And then Tegan Rubel with 209. Uh, both of them averaging uh, four and a half and a little over five and a half, respectively. So 
look, when you talk Conestoga Valley, you're talking running the football. As much as I hate saying the wing T, that spread wing, wing T, baby does give them a little bit more space to operate, and they yes. did it with a lot of success last week it, against it, Exeter. It, it, it's it's really great offense because you could use motions, you can use different mm -hmm. things like that. But then you're not as limited under center, and and so you, you're going to see that from them. Um, again, they're just very well coached team, uh, very well coached team, um, and and you know the the mules going to have their work cut out. You know, for the mules, you know, you got a lot of young guys playing. Um, we got a new quarterback, right? You know, we Christian, will have Christian, Christian Coley. Coley playing quarterback. So, good chance for a sophomore to come out there and get his first start as a as a mules and kind of build on for next year. So, so you really want to try it a week ten. You're not going to the playoffs. You 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 really had a miserable season, but like you, you still got a chance to go out there and give some experience to some guys that hopefully can build on. Mm -hmm. For next year, you hope maybe Mikey Miller can get a touchdown or get some big plays. You hope you can get the ball in some players' hands and just make some plays. And honestly, like at this point in the year, you're you're what, one and eight. You have nothing to lose. Just go out there, have some fun. They are one and eight. Uh, yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's been a tough year, and especially the second half. It's been really tough sledding here in the uh, the second half. Yeah, Again, I say murderers I, I row. They, yeah, when you're playing Mannheim Central, Exeter. You know, back-to-back -back weeks after, like, oh, look, we just played Lebanon. Isn't this great? We picked up a win. And then you get smacked immediately uh, coming back home. Yeah, so I, it, I, it's I, yeah I, it's been a rough year. and You know, I, it's it's been a disappointing year, I think. The coaching staff and players will probably say that. They came in with so much promise. You know, week one we were here against Octorera, and they, they, they just – they were right there. They couldn't close it, so they got that loss. And then they went to Reading and they competed, and they couldn't get it going. And it just, like – they, they lost Daniel Boone, and they beat uh, they beat Lebanon. But it's just like it's been tough ever since. Now, we were just talking off air about the schedule next year. Now, next year they're going to lose Mainheim Central. They don't have to play them. They will. That'll they don't be have a to blessing. play Warwick. So they're going to grab an E Town, and, and they can grab, grab an e and they can grab a another non league non -league game. So yeah. you know, if you're a Muhlenberg who's struggling, like you got to try to do is you're going to lose Octorera, right? So you got to try to you can still play Reading. You're still going to play Lebanon. Mm -hmm. You gotta try to go schedule another non-conference game that's winnable. Find somebody in this area that's kind of struggling as well. I mean, like not Wilson or not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like there's, there's a whole like, slew of teams hey, not to pick from. Hey, Peckway Valley. There you go. Would you like to play there us? I'm just I'd saying. With, I'd be down with Peckway Valley Peckway on the schedule. Hey, Kutztown. <laughs> would you like to start a rivalry? You never know. Uh, you know, you buddy. Kutztown. Hey, I, I take an Elko rivalry, having two uh, blue and gold teams going against each other, and then I get, get to call Elko every year. Yeah, but then you'd have to see the Veer. I, don't I know if would you like have to veer. see the Veer. And I don't know if you like to see the Veer. And without the uh, – I, I would watch Elko throw the ball <laughs> twice a game and live to tell the tale, I guess. At least, at least you know they established a running game. They most certainly established <laughs> a running game at Elko. No, but like, no, seriously. Like when I was head coach of Canada, we, you know, we were at one and nine, and I was looking for opponents, and we went and scheduled Peckway Valley. Yeah, no Peckway offense, Valley, Peckway Columbia. Valley. Yeah, teams like that, you know, you know, probably the Columbia. You don't want to play that. Columbia won't want to pay you because they're one A. But, but you're getting the idea, you know. So I, I would feel good that you lose at Mainheim Central. You, you don't have to play them next year or Warwick, so you, you should be able to get a winnable game. You know, E Town is down this year. E Town was good last year. Mm -hmm. They were a playoff team. They're down this year. You know, uh, I know Coach right. Stokes, he's going to try to build a program there. So, you know, but th it's still a winnable game next year. So, you, you know, and that's what we're talking about next year because it's never too early to start talking about next year. 
It is not, and I, I, I do hate to say it, but the more interesting games this week are elsewhere. Uh, so we will be keeping an eye on them because there's a lot of potential playoff implications all the way Central. around. For Woo! the second straight year, it's going to be Exeter and Mannheim Central duking it out for Section 2 supremacy. Last year, it came down to the final play where they threw it up to the back of the end zone. It was knocked away, and they barely got away with a victory last year did Exeter. And then they ended up losing to Cacalico uh, in districts. But, you know, for, uh, for them, that's an excellent game that's on the docket. Oh, wait, by the way, there's even more upcoming as well, because maybe not Section 2, but go ahead and take a look down at Section 4, where you now have Lampeter Strasburg playing Wyomissing this week yes, in that's what a good is one. a fantastic game. And Lancaster Online has pegged LS, fresh off of uh, some beatdowns uh, the past couple of weeks, including against Elko. Uh, they'll be playing... Why missing this week? And that is that's a heck of a game. Interesting game. It's Schuylkill Valley uh, Lakes of Catholic. That's a good game. Winter, you know, that's a good game. You know, our producers all excited. I uh, gotta give a shout out. A, a my buddy's son is getting his first start at running back. Brandon Way Jr., heck of a running back. Southmore, he's gonna start because the running back is dinged up at Lakes of Catholic. So that should be an exciting game. For, and then of course, and then of course, how could you forget? It's the Cedar Bowl tonight. When's the last time Lebanon won a game? <laughs> I, have no, I honestly have no idea the last time that they won the Cedar Bowl. So um, that one's always the last time they're playing. I that one's right. always a fun time. And actually, I can tell you the last time Cedar Crest is going for win number 11 uh, in a row in that series. So they've I got won a sticky suspicion they're going to win. Lebanon. Cedar Crest is good. Cedar Crest is much better this year than they were last year. Uh, I called them taking on McCaskey. Yeah. And uh, Cedar Crest has improved by leaps and bounds here in Section yeah, 1 this year. They're a senior lane team. They're a really good team. So I think that they're going to probably take care of business. Okay, uh, what about Mannheim Township? Wilson? Mannheim Township and Wilson, by the way. That's a good one. That's another good one because Wilson can sling the rock around with Tommy Hunsaker. And uh, to beat Mannheim Township, you're going to have to beat him through the air to a certain extent. You're going to have to be able to throw the football and match them point for point. So that's going to be a really good game to keep an eye on. I think Township probably takes care of it. They're, I think they're so, loaded. too. I think they're so, loaded. too. Yeah, they're just way too good. Like I said, coming into the season, we were talking Mannheim Central, Mannheim Central. And, yeah, they're still good. They're 8-1. and one. But, by the way, Mannheim Township just down the road, 9-0, and oh, undefeated. Nobody's come even close to the Blue Streaks this year. So that will be a great matchup as they face the Bulldogs and – I don't know if that's at Gursky Stadium or if it's on the road in Mannheim. But you know the game I'm looking forward to if it happens is a rematch a, a couple weeks down the road. Mannheim Township versus Harrisburg. There you Ooh, go. They played earlier this year. I'll Cougars. probably try to go to that game yeah. in a couple weeks. But, yeah, there's a lot, you know, this is a fun time. You get the playoffs coming up. I and mean, I know Mules, I'm sorry. You're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, but for everybody, you know, for Conestoga Valley, you know, where are they at in the power ranking, right? You know, they're going to make the playoffs. Conestoga Valley is going to have uh, at least a home game ahead of them at some point in time here. Coming in at 7-2, and two, we'll pull up the uh, power rankings. They're number six right now in the power rankings. Oh, I'm glad you have it pulled up. Yeah, I did have it six. pulled up. <laughs> they're number six. <laughs> I don't know the where the heck it went. It's just like my Trapper Keeper last week, I think. It just magically yeah, vanished Yeah, they're number six uh, in the there power rankings. So they are looking at right now if they play today. They play the 11th seed, which would be today Greencastle, Antrim, 
would go to I've been there. Conestoga Valley. Oh, have you? Uh, District Chorus way back in the day. But yeah, I've been to Green Castle. Oh, nerd alert. You, a- you actually needed to exit the state of Pennsylvania, go into Maryland, and then come back into Pennsylvania to get to Green Castle. <laughs> <after> <laughs> That's school, great. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, effort. Yeah. I was looking at who's, you know, so yeah. It, it's, uh. Yeah. Thankfully, our cohorts over in Exeter will, uh, surprisingly, that Mannheim Central game is in Exeter tonight. So it's going to be a, what a, a raucous crowd over see. there. They get to say a great one. For section supremacy. Enjoy the game there, Jerry. Jerry, Still Darren. Still waiting our food. Yeah. Jerry and Darren. <laughs> yeah. Having yeah, a ball. Big, they're having a ball over there. <laughs> but hey, we're the mules. So mules, let's come out and let's let's get some first downs. Can we get some, You get a first down. You get a first down. You get a first down. A well, little Oprah for you. Well, we'll see what they do with Coley. Coley is 5 of 10 this year. He's thrown two interceptions, uh, both of which nine. One was certainly his fault. The other one, maybe not. Been under pressure. He was under duress, let's put it that way, throwing both of those. Uh, but taking a look, the senior captains, plus Mikey Miller, by the way, out there to uh, do the coin toss, wearing their home blues with the yellow numbers, and the Buckskins will be in their road whites as the, looks like the ROTC coming out with their bayonets, getting ready to present the colors. As we just about get ready to kick things off here on senior night before the game even started, they literally had 100 yards of the football team lined up at one end, walking through, and then being down at the other end as well. So we will take a quick break here for the national anthem, and when we return, Muhlenberg football right here on the Mule Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. You're listening to Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. I was ready to, I was Patton is a pizza cutter, still waiting for the pizza to arrive up here in the press box. <laughs> I'm hungry. He came prepared, too. Yeah, How sharp is that thing? That looks like my parents, except it hasn't been sharpened since 1982. Yeah, I, it's sharpened pretty <laughs> it's got good. The, got the old wood handle that looks like it's about to split off. <laughs> Look at this. 
Oh, my ah, that's God. sharp enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I brought plates, too. <laughs> oh. 12 minutes up on the board. Muhlenberg will go from right to left in front of us. The Buckskins will receive to start. Obviously going from right to left. Like I said, away jerseys for them. White from shoulder to toe with the dark blue helmets. Some kids are wearing red socks. Some wearing no socks. Some wearing all white socks. Take your pick. I, Just I don't like throw those red socks in with the colors. At least they're better in than with the, the Warwick uh, jerseys. When you wash them, though, <laughs> should say. I love the Muhlenberg jerseys. The blue and the yellow looks nice. I really like the uh, Elko helmets that they came out with. I'm a sucker for the uh, numbers on the side. Ball taken in. It will be going up the right-hand side, and oh boy, off to the races. Madueno will make the tackle around midfield, but that was a solid gain of, I'd say, about 40 on the return. That great return there but for Constant Valley. Fantastic field position for the Buckskins. It will be underway here. They'll roll out their offense. You know, the strength of this Muhlenberg team has been their defense a lot. Uh, it's hard to tell by the numbers, but... You know, they just, they're just they on the field a lot. Um, but a lot of those people, Wes Clemenson's been, done a nice job. Um, several other players that have been solid contributors all year. In the gun, trips left formation. He's going to look and, oh, man, immediately getting hit by Wes Clemenson, who spins him down around the 40. Count the sack for the senior. Wes Clemenson all day, baby. <laughs> he comes from a blitz. He comes back, gets a sack on, on – uh, the quarterback Cheek, right? Yeah, it was Cheek. Cheek. Yeah, hey, a little cheek and tongue there for you, buddy. Now, great play by him, and, and he's been, like I said, the heart and soul, the, the real driving force behind this defense. He makes a ton of tackles all over the field. There's a loss of 11 on the play. They'll fake the reverse instead, handoff with the counter. Good tough yards getting back near the line of scrimmage is number 22, Tegan Rubel, and it'll be third and long. Yeah, they brought uh, Johnson in motion, their, their star uh, receiver running back, and they gave it to Rubel, and he was able to get about, what, six yards? So third and long, though. They will give him about nine on the play. I'm not good at math. Trips right formation. Those two slot receivers bunch together, and he's also going to have two wide receiver options to the left-hand side. Empty set. He's going to throw over to the right. Has a man who jumps and completes the catch. He hits Josiah R Garcia. All 5'10", buck 40 of him. He leaps above the defender, makes the catch, and let's flip the field. Yeah, great play. It was like a corner out. He set his feet and, and threw a beautiful ball there, and he made an unbelievable catch. How about that? That was... Once again, just an outstanding catch there by Garcia. This time, taking a look, running around his cheek. Cheek will throw it into the flat. I don't think that was designed that way. I think it was a QB keeper, but he, his running back stayed in the backfield with him. Yeah, like Cheek, cheek was trying to run, and there was just nothing there. There was like a bunch of mules. So he just threw on the other side of the field to Johnson. Johnson caught the ball and, and got basically lost two yards. He did lose two yards on the play. They're, they're quick. They're up. They're no huddle, and they're right up to the ball, ready to go. Once again, empty set. Three to the left, two to the right. 
Second and 12 with the clock stopped at 10.05. Oh. And everybody from Muhlenberg jumped that time, and I don't think I saw anybody from no. Conestoga Valley move, but we'll see. Encroachment for sure. It will be encroachment on pretty much the entire Muhlenberg defense. Yeah, their whole D-line moved. Cheek is very comfortable in the back in the backfield with empty. I, you know, he's a big guy. Really stands in there. And once again, they'll go empty set. Well, we talked about how well they can run the football, and here coming out in straight out passing formations, Cheek looking to his left has a wide receiver screen. That one's in and out of Jankowski's hands. Bring up third down. Yeah, they were just trying to run a wide receiver screen, and he had it. He had some blockers in front. He just dropped it. Hit him in the tough part of his hands, right? Right in his hands. Right in his hands. <laughs> Incomplete. So third down and seven. They're right up to the ball. No huddle. Ready to go. Wow. They are ready to go. Cheek looking back. He'll throw again. Has a wide open receiver. This time he hits Jankowski. Jankowski will stutter step. He's inside the 10. It'll be a first down. Yeah, and just, also make it first and goal. Just a great concept. Uh, they had trips on that side, and he ran like a little comeback, and he was wide open. And the Cheek just set his feet and threw a great ball there, and they get the first down and move the, the chains. 20 down to about the 6, 7, 8-yard line. <laughs> so they got what? Gain of 12. There you Gain go. 12, yeah, that's what I thought. This time, Cheek throwing, has a man. Crossing pattern, found him for the touchdown. It ends up going to 23, I believe. Yes, it was. Number it was 23. Josiah Garcia with the touchdown. Yeah, just Garcia, they found him. It's funny, is he had uh, Johnson wide open the flat, but he saw him in the back of the end zone. He was wide open and got the touchdown. He had a couple of options on that play. As it was just a very long time for them to try to uh, cover, unfortunately. Extra point is up, and the extra point is good. 7 nothing. 9.42 remaining here in the first quarter. We'll take a quick break, and when we return, Muhlenberg with their first offensive possession of the game here on the Mule Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosports.com. You're listening to Ryan and Patrick on the Mule Sports Network. Back here in Laureldale. An eight-yard pitch and catch between Anthony Cheek and Josiah Garcia. Makes it 7-0 in favor of the visiting Buckskins here with 9.42 left to play in the first. Kickoff is away. They're aiming for Jake Torok. Torok going up the gut and tackled shy of the 25. Yeah, um, really impressive drive. I see why they beat Exeter. 
they just came out throwing and, and they just gave Exeter a hard time because they just did a great job right there opening up and, and uh, empty and throwing the ball. How about that? How about we see Mikey Miller get the ball a little bit, see what he can do. That might be something that we could do. <laughs> Coley will play in the gun. Torok next to him. Sidecar right. Miller out in the flat. They'll opt to run with Torok, and Torok will get maybe to the 25, which they did credit him with, so the original line of scrimmage for him. You know, you know, getting a couple first downs would be huge. You know, just like it's just been such a struggle all year for this Muhlenberg offense. Um, you still want you put your defense back out there again. That would be ideal. They did have Isaiah Dotson come back here. It looks like he is working out of the slot. Miller to the far side. Here's the X receiver. Sidecar left in the gun. Coley throwing out into the flat. Has it to good old number 17. So we haven't had to call Isaiah Dotson in Dotson. a couple of weeks, but he is back in the lineup. He's Pass had complete. a nice year. Good for five yards to Dotson. Yeah, Isaiah Dotson's had a really nice year for uh, Muhlenberg. You know, he's he's caught the ball well when he's when, they, when we throw it to him, and it, he he's he's been a nice player. Pass was complete. Makes it third down and five. Really opens up the playbook here. They'll go tight formation, bunched against the line of scrimmage. Coley looking down the seam, and it's out of Mikey Miller's hands and intercepted. It is picked off by Brett Schneider. And it'll be a turnover here for Muhlenberg, the third interception for Coley this year. Gives the ball back to the Buckskins. I hate, hate interceptions, The you know, the stat. That's not his fault. Coley threw it right there, hit Mikey Miller in the hands, he dropped it, and it was a pick. And I, I feel so bad for Coley. They run in mesh. The concept, that's the same play they ran against Lebanon. They got a big first down mm -hmm. and had Mikey Miller wide open in the middle of the field. He threw it to him. He caught it. He just dropped the ball. Mikey Miller did. So big play there for the Buckskins. They're bringing their offense back out onto the field. This time a little pistol formation. Just a tough break for Coley. He throws it right there. You're going to get a first down, and you just drop. The receiver drops it. Yeah, it was a little overcooked. Miller did have to reach up for it, but hit him square in the hands. Just bounced right off of him. The handoff and take it in as well done there by. That's Tucker Belanca. 68, Tucker Belanca. There Tucker you go. Tucker Belanca. Belanca in on the stop. Yes, yes. And, he, and he, he's Second another player that's played really well for the Mules on defense. And see who got the handoff. Was it number three? It was number one. Number one, Johnson. They put Johnson in the backfield for that one. This time, Cheek looking back, throwing it long, has a man, and it goes off his hands. Looking for Jankowski again, a big six-foot, buck 65 target down the middle of the field. I mean, he was between the hash marks untouched. Just goes off his hands incomplete. Yeah, you know, they, they you know, Urbias has not been playing, right? Remember, he was playing mm -hmm. at a really high level at free safety. And so they just did a play action post wheel. He ran a post right through the post of the middle of the of the goal post, and he was wide open, and he just dropped it. I mean, it was a good throw by Cheek. 
Um, you just got to drop it. So third and 13 here for the Mules. See if we can get off the field. Third and 13. Cheek in the gun. Trips left. Two to the right this time. Cheeks will look at all three options. Oh, Has a man wide oh, open. Oh, my and God. Oh, oh my. my God. He dropped it. Jaden Johnson dropped oh a surefire touchdown. They ran a wheel, and he th th they There's, just missed him. There was nobody within it, at least 20 yards of him. But that's the he hardest was, catch, though. He was wide open. He turned himself around trying to look for the ball, and it falls incomplete. Back-to-back -back drops for the, the Buckskins here. Yeah. Wow, Poor he was kid. wide open. That's a tough catch, though. Honestly, I know it's easy, but there's nobody near you. Yeah, I would say it was a circus catch, but. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a so break. Cheek, four for seven for 21 yards and a score. As the Buckskins lining up in Muhlenberg formation there. Their punter about 20 yards behind, but he's got a boot. Bounces at the 10 and into the end zone it goes. Stops the clock with. Well, he should stop the clock with 7.31 remaining here in the first quarter. We'll stay here for a Muhlenberg possession as the defense able to get off the field. Hey, I got to give the Muhlenberg band credit, man. All year they've been playing really well, and, uh, like, they do a great job. Shout out to the band. There you go. Coley will remain at quarterback. They're working Anthony Cipolla as a wideout here this evening. Once he gets out onto the field as they are still missing Kyle Archie. Here's Isaiah Dotson on that end around. He's not going to make it back to the line of scrimmage. Uh, yeah. It, it, it just, uh, you know, they run that a lot, little pop pass, and just not going to get much there. You count that as a pass? It's kind of a pass, I guess. It technically counts as a pass. Yeah, if you toss it, I guess. If yes. you, it is a forward pass in front of you. Yeah, and just not much there for Dotson. Well, it makes Coley two for three for five yards. Yeah. Me, yeah. Me. Very early going here. Two wide receivers out to the right-hand side, sidecar left. This time Coley throwing out towards Mikey Miller. And we'll say that he made the catch. Yeah, just a simple hitch. They put, they went trips right, and they had Miller backside. Miller lost his footing, but caught the ball, and he, yeah, he got a positive gain there. What? Eight yards, nice job. Eight yards for Mikey Miller, his first catch. You know, set that up. Maybe later you can know, go hitch and go with Mikey. Because now you ran hitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. That's the fun stuff you can do with it. Not now. Maybe a little later. There's a couple series down the road. Sidecar left again for Coley. He's going to look down the seam, looking for Dotson. He overthrows it. That one goes over Dotson. Falls it's harmlessly behind him. It's a seam, and he put too much air under it. You want to zip that in. If you zip that ball in, you might have had him, but he just put a little too much air under it. It's almost the exact opposite problem that they had yes. trying to complete that pass against Redding, if you remember. <laughs> that one, uh, Lopez, uh, they must have run that play at least ten times. <laughs> and every single time, Lopez was trying to take off Mikey Miller's head, floating it down the field. <laughs> so that time, a little too much air underneath Yeah, it. I remember that. It was just like, uh -huh. yeah, you, you got to, like, Rip it in there. Muhlenberg will punt away. Punt is a low-line driver, and it's actually going to make them go and chase. Isaiah Sensenig picks it up, goes to his left, has to beat Sapola, does, breaks his tackle before finally, finally, Javier Maiden 
from his punter position comes up and makes the tackle. I'll bring a first down. Sorry, uh, producer. 7 nothing links for Catholic. First quarter, baby. Manheim Township, seven. Wilson, nothing. Muhlenberg with their team out on the field. Finally, Conestoga Valley will send theirs in from the sideline. 5.50 left here in the first quarter. Seven, nothing in favor of the visiting Buckskins. I, I, I've been a coach in these situations, and you, you're scrambling, and you're like, hey, you got to talk to your DBs like, hey, we can't let this happen again. You had two guys wide open. You, you can't give them that easy. A win here this evening for Conestoga Valley would help cement them in the top half of the bracket as they hand off to Jaden Johnson. And Johnson close to a first down, and if he didn't get it, I'd be shocked. Yeah, Johnson's so good on those jet sweeps. They will make it second and one. Half a yard. Sheesh. One is very generous. Now they gave it to him. <laughs> they gave it to him. Now they gave it to him. First down. There you go. He's so good on those jet sweeps. He just he hits it, and he's just so fast, and he hits the seam. Johnson, his first carry, goes for 10. Heyman Rubel, the only rushing attempts here this, <laughs> this evening. Once again, they'll hand off to he got Johnson. That time he's met by a swarm of mules. But he does pick up enough for a first down. Seems yeah, they, to be a recurring theme. They're just running. They're like, ah, let's forget about dropping passes. Let's just <laughs> run it. And they came out their little power set. Well, going four and out the la or three and out the last time that you go out in the field may change your tune a little bit. And once again, yep, he's going to fake throwing it back to Johnson. Hands off to Achilles Mobley, who is able to grind his way forward for a couple. Yeah, Mobley's playing like an up-back fullback, and then you got Johnson behind him. That's what they moved in. They move Johnson all over their movement slot, and they move him moving the backfield as well. He's a, he's a nice player. Enough for four yards for Achilles Mobley. That was an incredible win for the Buckskins to beat Manheim Central. Probably their best win they've had in years, to beat yeah. Exeter like that. Yeah, you said Mannheim Central. Not Mannheim Central. They did not Excuse beat Mannheim me. Central. They beat Man Exeter. They beat Exeter last week. Yeah, I mean, look, when you have a team that can, and there's an offsides here on Muhlenberg, mark them back five yards. I mean, look, we're getting down into crunch time here, but what Conestoga Valley did literally leapfrog them over Exeter in the power rankings, which, you know, as a 7-2 and two team leapfrogging over Exeter because that win, that's, that's huge for them. As they do a little end around here, and in from 11 yards out is Jaden Johnson. It's 13-0. Yeah, he's just a, you know, a heck of a player. What can I say? Jaden Johnson hits that hole, and they do a great job perimeter blocking. That's what they did there. Perimeter blocking, had the edge, and Johnson did the rest. Mules fans getting excited over cheerleader getting tossed and caught, for that matter. Both, both things happened. They didn't just throw her up there, and she stayed there. 13-0, 4.20 left to play here in the first. Lining up for the extra point is Nathan Showbaker. And Showbaker punches it through, makes it 14-0. Let's take a quick break before Muhlenberg's back out onto the field. They got some work to do. Down by two scores here with 4.20 left in the first quarter. More to come on the Mule Sports Network.
The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. It's the Mule Sports Network on Cherry Gallup Media. What a poignant commercial that was, as Pat still hasn't eaten this evening. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Poor Pat next to me is just, where's Margarita's? Hey, guys, did Margarita's get here? Hey, guys, I brought I my own pizza cutter. I brought my own pizza cutter. Can Is Margarita <laughs> here yet? No? No? Uh, all right, Margaritas, we love you. Yeah. I love you more Margar- if I had a wing or a stromboli <laughs> in my hands. Margaritas <laughs> supplying the press box with food all season long. Incredible, really. Except for tonight, apparently. Pretty Hey-o. sure the food was made. Just not quite sure where it's at right the, now. The one time they brought five strombolis, I was eating stromboli all weekend. <laughs> They're going to fake the end around to Dodson, handoff to Torok, and Torok back to the line of scrimmage. I got to give Torok credit, man. <laughs> that dude kid. just gets pummeled every week. <laughs> he just. He's like, I don't have any openings in any gaps, but I'm just oh, going to plow no. forward anyway. He's down anyways. And unfortunately, it oh. is Torak who is down after uh, that play. He's a and tough, I, I, yeah, tough, and I apologize. tough kid, and I feel bad for him. I did not see him down on the no, ground. No, I did not either. Um, I bet my heart breaks for him now. Hope he's okay. Hope he's just a little, uh, you know, minor tweak so he can get out there. Because senior night for him. He was sitting up. He did take his helmet off to uh, speak with the training staff out there. He did gain about two on the play. He looks okay, a little ankle. Does Torek play any other sports? Uh, I think when the senior announcements were going, I think he's going to college to play rugby. That's incredible. Good for him. He, he is a rugby player at running back. Uh-huh. He looks really upset walking right now. You can tell he's grimacing. Poor kid. Just take a rest, Torek. You, you've had an amazing year. Yeah, and I can't tell. It looks like it might be his back or his hip. Yeah, he, he just kind of has that hand on his hip a little bit. And he's big time. Yeah, just so take he a may break, have. Kid. Yeah, he may have gotten a helmet on his on his hip or or something like that. That's just yeah. He's holding that left hip pretty well. That one underthrown to Dotson comes back, makes the play, gets spun down, loses the football, but it, he was down by contact. That's it. You know, again, just catches the ball well, does a nice job. We'll see where they mark it, and it's about the 27-yard line. 26, gain of four. Dotson, his third catch for nine yards. While missing LS scoreless after one. Wow. Schoolco Valley comes back to tie it. Dominic Guilforth, is that how you say it? Uh, 7-7, and then Wilson down 14-0 Township. Trailing here, 14-0. They have all the safeties packed down around the line on third and four, and Lorchak will stare at it long enough and bore a hole through that offense and decides to take a timeout. So 3.05 remaining here in the first. We'll take a timeout as well. 14-0 in favor of the visiting Buckskins. But Muhlenberg football here with third down when they return here on the Mule Sports Network.
Caruso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. You're listening to Ryan and Patrick on the Mule Sports Network. Torque hands it off, and we'll have to see who had the carry because, well, it's not Jacob Torek. Hard to see exactly who it was. Might have been Mikey Miller. They're having a hard time up here in the booth as well as we are trying to figure that out. They go from the 26 to the 31, gain a five for Miller on his first touch of the evening and it's a first down for Muhlenberg first down mules there you go that's the enthusiasm we want sidecar right Coley looking throwing Miller coming back oh. for it it goes off his hands oh Mikey. Let, me, let me tell you this is and I say it every week this is certainly something that they've made a conscious effort right it's high school football Wide receiver and cornerback, like, you throw it up there. That cornerback is not tracking the ball. They're tracking their man. So for Mikey Miller to turn his head around and look for it, he had him. And he had him dead to rights and, unfortunately, just off his hands. He makes one move. He's off to the races well over uh, almost 70 yards to the yeah, house. Mikey Miller is such a time. Uh, uh, t- I threw the gloves. What's a yeah, penalty? He's, he's going to think about that one for a while. Another penalty throw. Oh, well, offsides, kind of stick about. Yeah, he threw the gloves off. He's just, you know, he had two drops. I mean, the, the interception was on him. You know, I know it was the, you know, a little smoke on it, but a little behind him, but he's got to catch it. And then that one's like, you can't blame the quarterback at all. It's right in his hands. Need some of that uh, stick him over on the sideline, just <laughs> dip his gloves in. It's just like, that's just kind of how it's gone all year with Muhlenberg. You try to get the ball to Miller, he drops it, or, you know, just he's such a dynamic player. And we'll have a flag thrown here. And the football gods giveth and the football (laughs) gods immediately taketh away as a false start here on the mules. So there was an encroachment. They move it up. There's a false start. They move back. Yeah, it's a weird waltz that we're doing right now. Five steps forward, five steps back. Makes it second and ten again here for the mules. Coley brings it in from the sideline. Taking a look, he's going to have trips right formation. Madueno, the near man. Mikey Miller on an island out there. Looks like they're going to fake a blitz on that side, but they're going to double Mikey Miller. So they'll do the crossing pattern. Madueno coming around and, I mean, maybe a yard. I mean, he basically ran his drag route right along the line of scrimmage. So he gains a yard. There you go. (laughs) Ran the drag right Caught it, got tackled right away. Gain of one. Madueno, his first catch of the evening. Three yep. different wideouts, all making catches. Dotson with three. Miller and Madueno both with one. As Coley, now eight attempts. He's completed four of them with an interception for 18 yards. This time, once again, same formation. They will once again double Mikey Miller. That ball is on the ground, and I'm fairly certain that the Buckskins have it. And they do. 
turnover for the Mules as they lose the football, and it will most certainly give the Buckskins excellent field position. They'll take over on about the 21-yard line. There he you go. Just, he went back to throw, and it just fell out of his hands and fumbled the ball. And uh, you know how much you can do about that. You know, just young quarterback, you know, and I think he's done some good things. It's just it's so tough when you struggle and you just can't get anything going all year on offense. Yeah. Sideline warning on Conestoga Valley. You can see all the coaching staff, like, they're not trying to pump up the jam. They're trying to push everyone back. Yes. That would be better if they pumped up the jam, though. Yeah, it most certainly would. That would get, give us something to be excited about. Minute 38, down by 14. This time, man in motion, able to hand off to Malachi Santana, and Santana will be tackled around the line of scrimmage. Excellent job by Clemson, and trying to get that other number. It looks like Sapola also in on the stop. It is number 11. Yeah, they, they ran jet seat with Santana, and they just they went nowhere. You know, great love job by the Mules. Love to see it. It's just constantly, like, they make a play. Like, the Mules' defense has made plays this year. If they would have, you know, if the offense could have played better, I think they could have had a chance at another win or two. Malachi Santana, a 5'10", buck 65 senior for the Buckskins. Once again, they will fake. They'll look to the left. They have a man. It is caught, and he's in for the score. Jankowski, another touchdown. This one coming from 20 yards out. But there is a flag down on the field in the vicinity of the line of scrimmage, so don't be shocked if this one gets wow. walked back. Legal man downfield by Conestoga Valley. Uh -huh. Well, that was a long developing route, and look, when you have to block that long, sometimes stuff happens. Yes. And sometimes you lose track of where you are if you're an offensive lineman and you're <laughs> gone before the ball is even uh, thrown. So I haven't seen. He's he released in Sayonara. And the other problem is, you know, the, you, some of these plays are running RPOs, and so it's like a, it's a run-pass option. And so then, you know, the linemen are down blocking, and then you throw it downfield. It's, it's kind of, it kind of puts them in a bind. Second down and 14. After passing the football quite often on their opening drive to Conestoga Valley, they've gone to a more run-heavy. As this time, a little screen pass flared out to the left flat here to Mobley, and Mobley... Does a whole lot of dancing and all to get about five yards. Do you know what that was? A whole bunch of uh, tacklers that in there. That was the spread version of the waggle, there the wing T waggle. They faked it, they rolled him out, and they slid, hit him in the flat. Yandel Nunez Tejada in on the stop. I haven't called his name very often this year, but this is what you get when you get into the throws of the season. You got some young guys out there? Yeah, week 10. Yeah. Start uh, seeing what some other guys can do. We'll see if they actually decide to run a play. They may just try to do uh, a little hard count here with two seconds. And they were not able to get the playoff at all. So that will do it here for the first quarter. Third and three when we return. Conestoga Valley looking to add on to their 14-0 lead after picking up a fumble here deep in Muhlenberg territory. Mule, we'll be back here on the Mule Sports Network.
Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. It's Ryan Lina Weaver and Patrick Wider on the Mule Sports Network. Fresh 12 minutes up on the board. Just telling Chris and Pat talking about uh, <laughs> fantastic cinema in the form of the movie Blue Chips. I love that movie. Which has uh, acting great Shaquille O'Neal, Penny Hardaway, Nick Nolte, <laughs> Mary, uh, Mary McDonald. That's a great movie. It is a fantastic movie, but I am thrown back to it every single week that we're home here because they play the song at the very beginning. They start off that uh, flag thrown down here on the field, and it looks like it might go against Muhlenberg. We'll looks see. like a face mask. It could be a hold on the Premier, but we'll see. They hand it off mask. to Johnson. It's a face mask on Muhlenberg. Anyway, my point is, beginning of that movie, they're trying to get you into the college atmosphere, the college excitement. This is what it feels like for the athletes, and a large part of it is the pep band playing. So it is literally the same exact song playing at the beginning of Blue Chips. So That's a great movie. If you, kids, if you're out there, listen. The other one is... Um, How do you flunk TV? <laughs> <laughs> get him a TV. <laughs> Nick Nolte, to- right? Tony, yeah. Poor Tony was uh, failing TV. <laughs> How do you fail TV? <laughs> the broadcast is off the wheels. We have blue chip references. Buckskins with a free two yards. This time looking back, throwing. Oh, it's pick! intercepted. Mikey pick! Miller with the pick. Right along the goal line. Makes one man miss. He's going to be pushed out around the 32-yard line. But Mikey, Mikey Miller with the interception is first. Mikey His first of the Miller. season. Coming away, and that time he just lined it up, stepped right in front, and off to the races. What they're doing is they're, they're bringing Johnson across in motion, and so you fake it, and you try to hit a slant backside. Miller read it the whole time, picked it, mm-hmm. and great job by Mikey Miller with the pick. Cheeks, Cheeks' fifth interception of the year to match his uh, 16 touchdowns right now. He really tells you. are going to have a personal foul called on the Buckskins for a late hit after the play was over. So it will be a 15-yard spot penalty from the 40-yard line where they say Mikey went out. What a play by so Mikey mark Miller. Him, mark him up to the 45. Mikey Miller gives you these plays. He'll go two or three plays a game, and you're just like, he's such a good athlete. And it's just like, it's just a shame that we haven't been able to unlock it on offense as much as here. Two to the left as they hand off this time. And the handoff is to Rosenberry. Rosenberry ends up uh, spinning off a tackler and a tackle behind the line. Ryan Rosenberry, we had his dad Jeff on here replacing you. Um, no replacement, really, but no, nobody replaces <laughs> Patrick. But we did have Jeff up here borrowing your microphone last week, and uh, Ryan, the lone freshman, also plays running back for the JV squad. Which He's is, a big kid. Which I will say the JV squad showing a lot of promise for what that's worth. Where are they? Mm-hmm. Their games have been very close, including against you know teams like Efredo, where the varsity games are not close, but JV much closer. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I, I used to coach JV games, and I loved it because they, they were usually closer. Coley barks it in from the sideline. The throw is in and out of the hands of Madueno incomplete. The, the fun thing about coaching JV and playing it is, like, you just kind of go out and just play. And, like, I would just run whatever I wanted. I was office coordinator head coach on JV a couple years. And I would just, oh, I'll do whatever I want. I'll run whenever I want. Let's just have some fun. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Another great movie is The Program. Remember The Program? Surprisingly, I've not actually seen The Program, but I know that it stars James Caan. Go watch that movie this weekend, <laughs> Ryan. That I know a great movie. that it stars James Caan. Just leave me alone in my solitude with that. That's a great movie. Anyways, third down here for the Mules. Coley rocking back and oh, firing. Oh, nice catch. That one dies about a yard or two shy of the first down marker, but... Most certainly it'll be four-down territory for the Mules. Nice catch. Just a, a hitch to Miller again. Setting that hitch and go up, maybe. Well, and that one, uh, nice catch. Well, that one, speaking of, of hitch, Coley has one in his throwing motion, which really makes it difficult for him to get a lot of oomph out there, as that one, once again, Miller had a dive for it. I'd run that same play, maybe. They're backed off, just... Throw the hitch and get the first down. Throw it to Mikey Miller again. Let him go. He's one-on-one. The, the corner's like six to eight yards off the ball. They're going to run it. Torek back They're in. They're going to run it with Torek, and Torek is across what he needs. And the far sideline official signaling for the first down. What about Torek, man? Back in after taking that pop. Like I said, I think it was just a, uh, a helmet to the hip. Judging by, and those hurt. They do, they do. <laughs> I mean, me. your hip bone, there's nothing protecting that. So you take a uh, very hard football helmet, get the crown right on your hip, it's going to sting for a little while. Torque's the, the, the Earl Campbell of uh, Muhlenberg. Earl Campbell got slightly more than, you know, four <laughs> yards on three carries. Coley, nowhere to go with it. Stays in the tackle box, throws it in the vicinity of a wideout. So no intentional grounding. It did make it back to the line of scrimmage as well. I, I love that. The old line went and picked him up. They all went and picked him up, showed him, hey, we got your back, Cole. I know you, you, know, you got knocked down. They picked him up. Good school spirit. They're competing. You know, that's the thing about the Mules did it this week. Week 10, they could mail it in. They're not. They're coming out. They're playing hard. And I think you get some of that with some of the, you know, more unusual players getting picked off the roster, getting inserted into the game here in week 10, right? You get to see a little bit more fire in the belly of some of these guys who have waited an entire season to finally show what they can do out here. As Coley in the gun, looking, fakes, steps up in the pocket, throws Ooh. high, and oh boy, Madueno would have needed a stepladder to catch that one. Incomplete. Yeah, he, he looked to run. You like that one? He looked like he was going <laughs> to run, and then he sat up and just threw it. He needed to sit on Mikey Miller's shoulders to catch it. I don't, I don't know. I'm full of these things. What do you want? <laughs> Stops the clock with under nine to play here in the first half. They just half. come naturally like, off your tongue. Do you do this to your wife? Do you just, like, oh, naturally my, my wife is a, My wife is a saint. It's, it's, movie, she must. it's movie quotes. It's literally this, but just 24-7. So chips. she is a, an absolute saint, and I love her to death. Third down and 10 here for the Mules. Couple straight incompletions. Coley in the gun. Trips left. Madueno out into the Ooh. flat. And, oh, boy, I'm not quite sure where he was aiming, but he threw it in the vicinity of Ariel Cruz, and that one nearly picked off with nobody in front of the defender. 
they're trying to run a slant out concept, and the outside linebacker read him the whole way, and if he gets his hands on it, he's got to pick six the other way. So, Six for 13 for 26 yards and an interception is Christian Coley. Interception's not his fault. Punt is away. That one's a high spiraling kick. A fair catch called and jumping back inside the 10-yard line is Isaiah Sensenig. And the Buckskins will get started from their own 10 and will have to march 90 yards with 844 left here in the first. Remember when Duano? No, who's the punter? Duano. Remember when he took the <laughs> the punt and ran for like 20 yards against Warwick? That was a great highlight this year. That was a great highlight. That was the first series of that game, too. Yeah. That it was just, it, it looked like he was just trying to escape pressure. <laughs> and then off. I think he just saw a whole bunch of green. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to go. <laughs> yep. You can't even be mad at him because he got the first down. Sorry, Chris. 14-7, Lancaster Catholic over Schoolco. Yee. Bucks again is back out. 844 remaining in the first. This time, Cheek, QB power, had a couple of blockers, and none of that mattered because Muhlenberg in the backfield making the stop. And it's hard to see. It looks like it might have been Belanca making the stop. Started with a six. It was Belanca making the stop. Still a decent gain there for Cheek. He will get about half the distance needed. Why I'm missing six? LS zero. Second quarter. How about that? How about that? I, I don't see extra. And that one, they are at Lampeter Strasburg, too. Wild needing to go on the road late. Man. Flag thrown down on the field here as the ball is snapped. It will be a false start here for the Bucks. How's Exeter doing? I can't find the score. No idea. I don't know who is uh, currently covering them, but I could certainly find out. Because here's how to follow your reporters. Jeff Reinhardt oh, at the Reinhardt. Exeter game. And I can't see it on Twitter. So Reinhardt has me blocked, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long story. <laughs> I'll tell you guys off the air. So I can't see what the score is. Sorry. Well, he hasn't blocked me. Johnson breaks a tackle, stiff arms another. As he will jet out of bounds. Yeah, he ended up shoving JV and Cruz to the ground. And he gets the first down. So another first down there. As Jaden Johnson, he does not, he has not had a touch of less than 10 yards here in this game. You have him as negative two. No, the, the one. first one. The first one. Yeah. He's good. He's just an electric player. I've ridden him up for prep red zone. Sorry, Jerry. But I just want to give a little shout out. But he's a good player. Jay Johnson's a heck of a player. Muhlenberg band pouring one out for Coolio right now. I love it. This band's Once great. again, Johnson off the left-hand side. He has to beat Mikey Miller, tries to cut inside of it, ends up stepping out of bounds around the 50. It's a gain of 30 for Johnson, who's now up to 70 on just six touches. Yeah, they just ran a little toss outside. and You, just, you give Johnson the edge, and he's gone. I mean, just, you know, Mikey Miller chased him down, but he's still got 30 yards. 30 yards. Exeter, hey, Jeff Reinhardt starting starting to steal some of my thunder, saying that Exeter had a fourth and Douglasville. <laughs> Douglasville, what? I don't know that reference. Well, when I say that the kick is good enough to, you know, oh, okay. to hit Chick-fil-A, yeah. you know. 
I'm about to go run and get some Chick-fil-A. Or hit Ollie's or, I don't know. Carry up the middle there by Achilles. Mobley dives forward for a gain of about four. Did you get a score for me? Oh, 7-7. Seven, seven. It is 7-7 seven, seven after one play. Exeter able to stuff Central on downs around midfield. Uh, Meekings with a big stick. Sorry, that should be Meekins, Nigel. And then uh, Exeter going four and out on the ensuing possession. And that one's certainly one to keep an eye on. Again, that one determines Section 2. Lampeter, Strasburg, and Wyo. That's just a really good game. Great game. <laughs> That's a fantastic game. Every now and again, you get those, uh, you know, games that show up on the schedule. And it wasn't by uh, them saying, hey, we think that Mannheim Central oh. is going to be the best team. And so is Exeter. We're going to schedule them for the final game. It's just the way it works. These things have been scheduled out for years. An offside here on Muhlenberg will give Conestoga Valley a free first down. Move them up to the 40. Hempfield 13, uh, Reading 0. Hempfield back in it. Ooh. Come and on. And this Sorry. might be another. Guys, come on, guys. They keep jumping across the line. Yeah, All Cheek is doing is, is giving you a hard count. They're jumping. Watch the ball. Sorry. A little rant there. I thought we told you not to slam your fist on these tables. I won't put OT down at least tonight. <laughs> I think we're marked safe from that. I think we are. Ball is marked on the 35-yard line. Speaking of marking, 6.15 remaining here in the first quarter. Effort at 24, uh, E-Town 0. Well, shocker. That one, an inside carry once again by Mobley and a flag thrown down, and we'll see where this one's thrown. It's actually thrown back around two Muhlenberg defenders who had uh, number 72, Matt Lopez, pinned to the ground. We'll see what this ends up being. It'll actually be a hold on Lopez, believe it or not. So that will mark him back. Ten yards from the spot. Yeah, uh, you know, and now big break for the mules now, so they push him back. They're hanging in there, 14 nothing. that's it. There's a big penalty. It'll be first and 15. Central also hogging the ball and punting it away. Cheeks once again throwing it deep, and oh, my. Coming back and getting no, it again no, was Jankowski, and oh, they're going to mark it incomplete. He nearly came down with it. I thought he had it. It was great coverage by the Muhlenberg corner. And it must have flipped to the side as he went to the ground because that was one-on-one -on -one coverage out there against, it looks Cipolla. like Cipolla. Yep. And, and he came down with it. And again, it's just... You have one-on-one -on -one coverage, no safety help over the top. Let's just throw it up, see what happens. Let's get wild. Let's get crazy. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> Let's watch some Varsity Blues. <laughs> that was a Batman reference, but <laughs> yeah. moving on. Cheeks, second and 15. Empty backfield. He'll step back. Steps, fires Ooh. that one off kilter as he was looking for Josiah Garcia. Had him wide open. Near the first down marker, but threw it behind him. It'll be third down. Yeah, they were running mesh, and they were trying to sit the guy in the middle. Just very similar play to Mikey Miller, and he just missed him. Cheek gets a little up and down as a thrower. He's a big guy in that, that backfield. Band's extra little peppy tonight. Third and long. Once again, 
empty set formation here for Cheeks. For Cheek, sorry. Cheek. No, no S on the end. Cheek steps Tongue back, cheek. fires into it. Has a man and nearly found Josiah Garcia again. That one, who boy, he was trailing out towards that near sideline, and he was five yards clear of his defender and unable to haul it in. Yeah, he ran a, like a post corner. Yeah, he, he ran like a corner route. And he just just kind of missed him. You know, it's, a, mean, it's a tough throw to make. It, I mean, no, it's very hard. You're in the left hash throw all the way to the right. And the other thing and thrown is, to the sideline too. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, it's crazy. After that holding, they they threw it three straight times. That and one picked up off the ground by Jankowski, the punter, also a wide out. And this one takes a buckskin roll inside the ten, picked up at the six. So ninety-four yards where the will the mules need to march to put points up on the board here, and they will have five ten to do it in the first half. Hey, Chris, go get some bow jingles. <laughs> I'm joking. I told Jerry, it, it was a running joke two years ago when I was calling Burke's Catholic Boys Basketball and traveling around that an unofficial sponsor, it wasn't Bojangles, sadly. <laughs> I wish it was Bojangles, but it was Popeyes was my unofficial sponsor of the uh, broadcast. <laughs> like, if anybody from Popeyes is listening, I had uh, your meal tonight, and I wish that it was free. So here's some free plugs. Coley in his own end zone. Steps, throws, oh, intercepted, and pick six. That one intercepted by Jackson Byers. And it makes it 20 to nothing. It's tough. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to be rude or ignorant or anything, but no, I, 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 I'm not, I don't like throwing the ball there. I don't like throwing the ball it, there. It's so it's, tough. I mean, it, you see where Coley's throwing it from. His heels are in the end yeah, zone. Yeah, it's just tough. And him trying to throw a short, and I don't know if that was a hitch or if he was trying to, to you know, throw it down the seam again. And it just wasn't there. And that one off center ends up throwing it right into the bread basket yeah, of, it, uh, you know, white jersey, unfortunately. It's just tough when you're, you know, young kid, you're, you're throwing in the end zone. It's an end-breaking route. You, you set your feet and you throw it, and it did look like the Muhlenberg player kind of stopped running his route or like there was confusion, and he just threw it right to him, and then it picked six. All right. Makes it 21 nothing with 4.59. It's tough. Let's add our fourth pick six of the year. It, uh, yeah, fifth, actually, fifth in three weeks. Me and I we had three against Warwick. Yes. We had one last week. So that's our fifth. And then we had one this week. So our fifth pick six in three weeks. Me and I Township 21, Wilson, zero. Yeah, that one we can probably stop giving score updates. Yeah. <laughs> it's only going to get worse from here. This one also 21 nothing. Hamburg, 7-0 over Columbia. Oh, boy, look at that. I'm pulling one out for y'all. Section 5, rejoice. My Bearcats are down 21-0 to Central York. Kick his way. Miller has it around the 5. He's going to go up the left-hand side. Miller taking his time, finds a blocker. Finally tackled around the 40. Mikey Miller, since he's been put back on kickoff return duty again, not doing too shabby here these past two weeks. 
Another excellent return. Yeah, he's just such a good player, man. He's, I, I love watching him play this He's year. learned some patience back yes, there. Yes. So he, you can see the patience. That one he could have tried to run out of ahead, ahead yes. of his blocking, and instead he's, he held back a little bit. It doesn't have to go 100%. Just follow your blocker, get that block, and then spring off of that. And he's really done a fantastic job uh, the last two weeks of figuring that out. Yes, I agree. To the right, one to the left. Dotson in motion. That ball didn't even make it back to Coley without hitting the ground first. I'm not even sure how that one made it to Coley. It must have hit the center's leg as he was trying to snap it into the gun because it literally died right behind the center. So Coley Mike, had a ball on it. My, Mikey Miller and I uh, struck up a little friendship this year because he knows I write and stuff like that. And, um, and I keep we're DMing, you know, and I, he's just a great kid. Every time he's just about the team and all this, and I'm trying my best. And I've been very impressed with him. He's a talented kid, and he's kept his head up all year. Handoff is to Rosenberry, and Rosenberry will get a yard or two. Not much there. And, and you know, the thing with this is with Mikey Miller is he'll get some success this year in basketball, right? The basketball team should be much improved over the football team. So that's good. Yep. We do have that going for us. We'll have both boys and girls basketball here in the winter. If my initial discussions with Jerry have held up, it will not be full seasons for both. I am sorry I have two children. I just cannot physically do it <laughs> the way that I did. Jerk. Uh, I did it a couple of years ago that I went on the road with oh, Birch geez. Catholic and went to every single game that they had and called it myself and produced it as Coley throwing it. That one bounces on a hop to Dotson. Bring up fourth down. Yeah, it's just tough for the young quarterback. He's you know he's trying to throw it out there, and it just it's hard. It's going fast for him right now, and he's trying to throw the ball. And he, I think he's doing the best he can. It's just it's a tough situation. Week ten, you're down some players, and you're just trying your best. Fourth down and twelve here for the Mules. Garland Mifflin twelve. Warwick zero. Back to punt is Maiden. Celebrating senior night here is might be Caden Bell starting next year. Is he's one of the kickers on the roster? That one a low line drive. It's going to be booted out around the twenty-seven yard line, which is where the Buckskins will start. Well, let's take a timeout because we haven't done so recently. And when we come back, three thirteen left to play, twenty-one nothing for the visiting Conestoga Valley Buckskins, who have possession. When we come back on the Mule Sports Network. It's football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Once again, opting to hand the ball off to the Buckskins. It'll end up being Ruble getting about two yards. His second carry for 11. Clock continuing to run. Buckskins, not an awful lot of urgency here. 
I'll do the same thing here. Handoff to Johnson. Johnson off the right-hand side, now cutting Jeez. back across the field. Has the first down. He's in between the hash marks, where he's finally brought down. Took a little while, but Robert Mogul able to get his mitts on him. It'll be a first down. <laughs> he's even a, like a 14-yard run like that. He's a special running back. And they do a great job blocking on the primer. Gain of 14 for Johnson. Looked like he wasn't going to have anything on that play, and then he magically finds 14. In the gun, sidecar left, trips right formation for Cheek. Cheek steps up into the pocket, throws it, and that one kills some worms. <laughs> Around the 50-yard line. You can't skip past to a wide receiver no matter how much you try. It'll be incomplete. I wish he could, though. He can get a away with some wild passes It'd here. be an interesting game if he, did, <laughs> if he could. Cheek has not been asked to throw much here after those uh, opening possessions. No, he has not been. That one, just his 10th. Handoff once again is to Johnson. Johnson this time going off the left tackle. And Johnson probably has more yards than I can count on my two hands. <laughs> Surprisingly not. It's nine yards. His first carry for less than 10. Well, I, I assume you have 10 fingers I see over there. So I do yes, have 10 yes, fingers, so yeah. Less. No fireworks uh, mishaps this year. <laughs> Stops the clock with a buck 59 remaining here. Third down and one. Johnson, eight carries, 93 yards if you're keeping track at home. Talented player, man. Not bad. Not too shabby. Johnson, he'll be back next year, too. He's Just a junior. A junior. So once again, a quarterback keeper here by Cheek. Cheek has the first down, cuts back upfield. Finally tackled down. Hard to see exactly who it was. Might have been, might have been Mikey Miller on the stop. Yep, just QB power, faked a jet, and he goes off the left outside and got 10 yards, got the first down, and, root, and the Buckskins are driving. See if they take, take another shot or two here. Throw the ball 16 up. yards for Johnson. And they've had some bad drops. They could have another touchdown up there if they, they dropped the ball. This one, once again, I believe it's a keeper by Cheek. Yep, all the way. And Cheek up to around the 25-yard line, gain of 11. Are you being tongue-in-cheek? No. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> I'm about. I'm kidding. Because Cheek. <laughs> Cheek back up into positive yardage here with that keeper. He had to take an 11-yard loss. Back in their first set of downs. Wipes that out with one play. This time throwing into the into the flat, and that one a poor throw. That one was in the vicinity. And diving for it was Connor Fisher, a 5'10 sophomore wideout. It was just a bad throw. It was he a bad had throw. Just set your feet and throw the ball. But for the Mules, that's good. Second and 10. Cheek, once again, by his lonesome in the backfield. He's going to hand the ball off on a sweet play here and gets it to Malachi Santana, who's close to a first down. Santana needed to go 10 yards, and he got to about the 16, so gain of nine. Yeah, eight fingers. There you go. 21-7, ladies and Catholic. Fingers. There you go. Over Schoolkill. Schoolkill, right? I'm saying that wrong. Schoolkill Valley. The Skook. Skook. 
butts in the gun. Sorry, cheek in the gun. That one overthrown. Oh. There was a, a player with, yeah, never mind. <laughs> cheek <laughs> throwing that one to the corner incomplete. <laughs> yeah. You don't know where my mind went. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that at one point in time I have called a Liam Butts, and I, I am correct, by the way. Liam Butts uh, plays for Penn State soccer, so that's okay. where I've seen that name before. So I think there was a Michigan player named Jake Butt, right? Yes. Yup. But, uh, yeah, Liam Butts is a uh, soccer player for Penn State. Timeout here on the field. Cause we've, and he was drafted by the uh, San Jose Earthquakes. We were actually looking at bringing him into Reading to play for Reading United once upon a time. You work for the, the, the soccer team? I do. What do you do the soccer team? What don't, what don't I do? Oh, you do? I didn't know that. Uh, for them, I actually do public address. Oh, you uh, do? We, yeah, we have uh, somebody who did play-by-play, and we'd always try to rotate that out as a uh, as an internship, basically, that we bring in young kids uh, who had an interest. Oh, they would I come in and that. be able to. When do they play soccer? I don't even know. Summer. summer. It's a summer league. It's like a wooden bat league, but for uh, okay. soccer players. So it's an awful lot of uh, D1 uh, D2, we get a couple NIA, NAIA and JUCO kids uh, nice. who were mostly unknown. Right. But yeah, You're Liam busy. Butts, a uh, fifth-year forward for Penn State who was drafted by the Earthquakes. The Earthquakes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Handoff on fourth down converts. It was just cheek. He took. Sorry, it was off. just cheek. Almost a uh, Philadelphia Eagles-esque uh, you know, playbook here. We're not doing tush-push, but Brian Johnson, once we get into the red zone, it's, hey, how many QB draws can we call? At least the first couple weeks of the season. Okay, so Wilson scored. So it's Township 21. 21. So you said not to update it. I just updated right. it. It's, it's updated. Anvil Kelowna 10, Northern Lemon 0. So there you go. Hunsinger hit. Hoover for uh, if you guys keep track at home for Wilson. Mifflin 12, Warwick 0 at the half. Mina, uh, Hempfield 20, Reading 7. Hempfield trying to get their third win of the year. Bucks are back out onto the field. Single receiver. They're just going to run a toss play to Jaden Johnson. And Johnson's hitting the back. Nothing. Johnson's got nowhere to go. He gains maybe two. But a heck of a stop there. Was that Clemson again? West Clemson all day, baby. Man. Teams haven't quite figured out that West Clemson patrols that middle of the field. And you better run elsewhere. It'll be another timeout here for Conestoga Valley. You could take West Clemson and put him on a lot of teams, and he'd be a good player. Most He's certainly could. He's just a could. nice player. Maybe not now because it's senior night, but. <laughs> Steve's let's got take eligibility a quick... left. Sorry. Go Actually, ahead. let's stay here. we got a halftime coming up in literally about 30 seconds. So you can hear all of the commercials that your heart desires then from I... margaritas. and. i, I got to run and get a hot dog. i got to yeah, get you're, dinner. You don't, you don't want to hear from margaritas My blood yet. sugar's down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting punchy. <laughs> pizza slices. Don't. <laughs> that thing, sharp enough to cause damage. Let's put it that way. That might break skin. 
Cheek in the gun. Two lined up next to him. He's looking to his left. Now looks down the middle, has a wide out touchdown. From 10 yards out, an easy pitch and catch to Jaden Johnson. Johnson, his second touchdown, first receiving. It makes it 27-0. Yeah, John, this double slant. He was the inside guy, and he was wide open, caught the ball, and a touchdown for CB. Johnson, his first catch, goes for a touchdown. Cheek, his third touchdown pitch and catch of the day. They've all been relatively short, too, by the way. Eight yards, 11 yards, and 10 yards for Cheek. Yeah, I just, you know, I like their concepts. They do a lot of play action where they fake stuff, and um, he does a nice job, you know. And uh, they're, they're a well-designed offense. John Mannion, longtime LS head coach, now OC over there. And then Skapansky, John Skapansky, a friend of mine who's been a head coach at Northeastern, and now he's been in a head coach at Council Valley second year. Well, Muhlenberg's ready to receive this kick. Conestoga Valley, not ready to get back on the field yet. They're not getting the memo that the, these games are starting, right? <laughs> Come on. Well, one touchdown away from a running clock in the second half. The Buckskins getting ready to kick it away. Once again, Schovicker. A 5'10", buck 50, senior kicker from zone 40. Marches up on it. Low line drive squib kick, fielded around the 30-yard line. And it was number 45. Once again, Jeffrey Collado takes that one in, dives forward for a couple of yards. Muhlenberg with 24.5 seconds remaining here. One touchdown also left. What do they do? Try to throw it a little bit. Take a knee. Just don't throw a pick six, please. I'm not going to wood mules. I, I don't even know why you would open your mouth and say that. I just knocked <laughs> on wood afterwards. You know the golden rule is if you <laughs> knock on wood afterwards, you're good. They will line up in shotgun formation. They will just hand the ball off. Ryan Rosenberry diving forward. He looks like and Mike Allstott. He's a big kid. He is a big kid. As a freshman? Country strong. Give him a weight room, buddy. Get in the weight room. You're going to be an equal player. That will run out the clock here. No gain on the play. I'm going to get a hot dog. That will do it. I'll see you at the concession stand. Go get your hot dog. It's 28 nothing after 24 minutes of play here in Laureldale. So we will take a break. Pay some love to our sponsors. Pat's going to go get a hot dog. And after that's all completed, we'll be back to talk about the first half and out-of-town scoreboard update right here on the Mule Sports Network. Hey! 
Caruso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musos delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musos Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. You used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today.
Sports Network. Back here in Laureldale. Oh, I thought that we were going to get the musical interlude, too, while we were at it. No, that's all right. I don't need it. 28 nothing at the end of the first half here is I have 5% battery life and did not bring my <laughs> charger. So I'll be working off hard copies here. This will just be a second-half stat sheet, I guess. I'll close this up and try to tally everything up afterwards. But, you know, for the most part, unfortunately, Christian Coley finishing on a five-incompletion run there, including a pick six to end the first half, which is where we ended up with the uh, extra score there at the end. Three touchdown passes by Liam Cheek. Yeah, you know, I, I think at times the defense played really well. You had the big Mikey Miller interception, but, you know, they gave up 28 points with seven was a pick six, so you can't put that on the defense. Um, and, again, it's it's the story of what we've been saying all year, right, Ryan? The offense just can't get itself going. You had a pen? No, I had a pen. Just like right my here. trapper. Just like, no, that's a pink pen. A Normally pink that pen. would be a second-half pen, but... This is a second-half-only stat sheet, so it requires just a regular black pen, I think. I found one. I Shout-out to whoever Thanks. does the concession stands. I went down there and got a cheeseburger. It was the greatest cheeseburger <laughs> ever. I don't think it was. I was just starving. <laughs> but it tasted pretty good. So nice work down there making cheeseburgers. There we go. I found my uh, Pennsylvania, my PennDOT Local Technical Assistance Program, otherwise known as LTAP. Why do you have that? I go to, there's a PSAB conference, a uh, Pennsylvania State Association of Boroughs conference that's asleep. held in uh, Hershey every year, and there's giveaways, so. Y you do a lot, man. What do you do? Your Too day much. job, you Too got, much. you got, you're a politician for West Reading. Not a politician, soccer. I'm a local official. He, he's a politician, you know, he's. I could never survive in the actual big shark waters of real world politics. I deal with small town big BS. So, okay, that's how you, uh, we've thought about making a podcast about it, living in West Reading, just small town, big BS. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been the name, yes. That would be a good name. Yes, it, you know. I agree, that would have been a very good name. Yeah, I like it. The name's probably better than what the content would be. Probably. <laughs> I had a guess. Depending on the situation, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> anyway, so it's 28 nothing. Let's see what the mules can do in the second half. Yeah, 28 nothing. Taking a look at the uh, Mules stats here, if my computer doesn't die, Christian Coley started off well enough. Uh, he completed uh, six of his first five, sorry, six of his uh, first 
10. There we go, for 26 yards, and then five straight incompletions. Uh, really put a damper on things. So uh, pick six, two interceptions to his credit here this afternoon. Mikey Miller has touched the ball twice receiving it. 16 yards for him. Di uh, Isaiah Dotson with three catches for nine yards. Madueno with one for one. Then rushing the football, Mikey Miller once for five. Christian Coley once for negative four. Torok three times for four yards. And Ryan Rosenberry, three carries, negative one yards. I think I got that all right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you take a look at the Buckskins. And really, I mean, yeah, sure, Liam Cheek's been throwing the football pretty much uh, wherever he wants to, especially once they get into the red zone. He doesn't have a pass over 12 yards. But his uh, three touchdowns have gone for 8, 11, and 10 yards. So once he's getting it down into the red zone, he is an absolute weapon. Garcia, Jankowski, and Johnson all with touchdowns off of catching the football. And then Jaden Johnson with an 11-yard touchdown run. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, been all CV on the scoreboard. Huh? Mules get the ball here. Let's see what they can do. Words of wisdom. Well, if that actually plugs in somewhere, then I might actually survive. Let's give it a whirl. Try to slide this up and over, underneath, however we see fit. Sadly, we will not have Phillies updates for you for obvious reasons. Oh, it is plugged in. Battery is not charging. <laughs> so there you go. I will be uh, moving to hard copies here for the second half. The kickoff is away, and we're underway here. Muhlenberg with the football here to start. Looking to put some points up on the board. They scored 55 of those bad boys all season long. Yeah, see if they can get some momentum here and, uh, you know, get a couple first downs. It's crack 60, baby. Coley looking back, firing that one. I don't know where he was throwing I'm it. not sure who he was throwing to, but it is intercepted, and this one is brought back for a score. He looked like he threw the ball to the Conestoga Valley player. That one was not in the vicinity of a wide receiver. He threw it directly to a safety that was helping over the top. And, 28? Uh, that safety, yeah, it was number 28, so it was Isaiah Sensenig, his second pick of the game. How far out was that, 40? Uh, give or take, I'm sure. <laughs> sure. 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 34 nothing. 11.33 remaining here. Showbaker looking to punch it through to Bojangles. <laughs> I'm going to stop and get some Bojangles. That will be either the best or worst decision you've made in a very long time. I'm going to need some Tums <laughs> when I get home. Yeah, you're going to. You're going to need more than Tums. You're going to need a. Pepto-Bismo. <laughs> you're going to need all of it. I was thinking more of an exorcism, but yeah. Pepto-Bismo might work. <laughs> 35 nothing now, 11.33 remaining. What can you say? I mean, just the safety sitting there playing zone, and, yeah, it's you know, and, and Coley just kind of air mirrored it to him, and, uh, yeah. Is the sixth 
pick six in the last three weeks. It sounds made up. Yeah. And that one, I can't even tell if I'm having a fever dream or if I've just been reliving <laughs> the same moment over and over again because I know that I called a pick six in the first oh half, my. but I do not know where that fell on my stat sheet. So <laughs> I need a spe- another special little portion on that uh, Google sheet that I created. Yeah. Also, a charger for basketball season would be great. Yeah, basketball, be I only go hard copy. You cannot try to do basketball stats alone online. You call the games by yourself? No. Uh, well, in previous years I have, sure. But uh, we are anticipating having a color person for, nice. me, for mm-hmm. me to call with. That one rolls and rolls and rolls and will roll inside the near pylon as Cruz tried watching that one roll out of bounds and hopefully pick up some free yardage, but instead they'll do so with the ball placed at the 25-yard line. Or sorry, the 20-yard line. I always get mixed up where they put the ball on touchbacks. 20. It is the 20 here at College the is level. 25, I think. College right? is 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best sport ever. College high football. school is 20. Why none of that can be even just across the board? Like, what does that matter? They're all different sports, <laughs> though, to an extent. They're they're not. It's the same sport. I have the same argument about baseball and softball, but that's just me. Handoff is to Torek. Torek, a big yes. gaping hole between the guard and tackle that time. Ends up finding some daylight. Scoots forward for a handful. Yeah, nice run by Torek. Six yards. Six yards, baby. Running clock, though, right? Yes. It is a running clock with a 35 nothing lead. Corson with the tackle. That one, gain of seven for Torque. Not too shabby on his first run of the second half. It's time to out to the right-hand side. Miller and Dotson to the near side. We have Cruz. Handoff once again is to Torque. Torque cutting it up the field and not nearly as much living room that time. Living space, I should say. Makes it third down. Gains maybe a yard. You got to be a little gun shy here if you're the mules. You, you threw two pick sixes already <laughs> this game. I can't believe I'm saying. So you, you want to be careful here with Coley. Coley, just three yards to go here. He will line up with Torok back next to him. It's again, same formation. Miller out here is the X receiver. He's looking that direction, looking into the flat, goes off the hand of Dotson incomplete. That one just kind of doing the usual, looking to get as many yards as they need and nothing more. Brings up fourth down. He just threw it to the flat, you know, missed him a little bit, but I don't know if he would have went anywhere anyways. Coley 0 for 2 opening up the second half. Mules will bring out the punt team. As Javier Maiden staying busy here this evening. Maiden heels on his 15-yard line, takes a step forward, has to pick it up, and oh, my goodness. He is absolutely demolished. He picked the ball up and had no time to get rid of it, and he is mowed over. So Conestoga Valley with an extremely short field once again here to work with. Yeah, that's tough. You know, yeah, just tried picking it up and nowhere to go, and he got lit up. It wasn't the Warwick all over again. They've put up seven points here on the board, but the first offensive possession for the Buckskins will occur on the 16-yard line. So not all that far to go, just 48 feet. 
clock running inside nine minutes here of the third quarter. Single highest safety is Mikey Miller. Handoff is to Johnson. Johnson going off the left side, breaks one tackle. In for the score. That's tough. You just hit, hit the edge again. And, uh, you know, what can I say? Johnson's a heck of a player. Johnson, he had another touchdown here. We'll have to go back and actually, actually listen to myself. But uh, give or take, yes. Give or take, yes. Forty-one nothing now. As once again, their kicker looks to put this one through to Bojangles. Not a sponsor of Jerry Gallup Media. I would love it if it was. <laughs> that apple pie is something else. Kick is up, and the kick is through. Nice hands by the uh, kid receiving the uh, af extra points back there. Can you see that? No, I did not. Chris, neither of you. Both of you had your heads down. Uh, number three over there did an excellent job picking it right out of the uprights. Huh? Kudos to him. 42 nothing with 8.42 left. One of the few times the clock will stop with the running feature here in the second half. Yeah. Penalties, injuries, timeouts, and change of possession will stop the clock as it is halted with 8.42 remaining here in the first. It's tough. Sorry, third. <laughs> it's tough. I'm good for many a gaff during my broadcast. This is why I can't do it professionally. I'm like Joe Biden up here, but a younger, handsomer Joe Biden. <laughs> Whoa, buddy! Wilson is coming back. Oh, I thought it was in reference to the Biden Township reference. 28, Wilson 14. I don't know what this extra score, because I, I can't get Reinhardt. I mean, coming back is something. Sure. Hmm? 28-14, still a two-possession game. Still. Kick is away. Fielded by Cruz at the one-yard line. Cruz cutting up field around the 20. Gets his ankle held onto there, and he will be yanked down just shy of the 25. Gain of about 22, 23. Keep that clock on running. Oh, yeah. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, giggity. There we go. Final football game of the season here for the Mules. And then we'll be on to uh, basketball season, boys and girls. You have a couple of weeks. Well, you might be doing that. We'll have a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, I'll have until uh, December to cool off. Toss play this time to Torak and gets across the 20 and maybe back to the line. 14-14, uh, Exeter, and, man, I'm Central. Wow. Yet another great game brewing over there. Wait, never mind. Pick six by Mannheim Central, so they scored another touchdown, so they're up. They're up 21-14. Jeff Reinhardt, if you want to uh, tweet at him. He, I could Google him. He, he got a fine name. Watch. <laughs> you are blocked from following <laughs> Jeff Reinhardt, 77. You are not kidding. I told you. Coley in the gun. Torek, no gain on his play. There you go, Torek. Torek up close to the 30-yard line. About half the game. Torek. Yeah, they say five. Just about. I'll give it to him. 
13 yards on four carries this half for Torek. And Dotson will limp off the field and go immediately over to the trainers. Trainers on high alert. Trainers have been busy this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been, they were busy last game, too. Coley in the gun, looking out, firing to his oh. first option. And Coley and Miller not nearly on the same page that time as Miller was running a streak route, and Coley threw it to where Miller was about five seconds ago. Yeah, he, he must have thought he was running a hitch, and Miller thought he was running a go route. Well, I got news for you. He was running a go route. Yeah. Fourth and five. Beals will bring the punt team out. Madueno is in there. Maiden will kick it away. It looks like Madueno playing gunner on the top side with Cruz. Ooh. That one a bad punt. Nearly hits one of the coaching staff as it's out. Well, we'll see where they mark it out around the 48-yard line. So it would be a 20-yard punt here for the Mules. Not too good. All right, links for Catholic 21. Schuylkill Valley 14. Touchdown in the third. Okay, that's fine. It's one score game. It's one score game. All right. Can't be too much about it. We'll be good. You really are scrolling through the entire internet trying to find. Wild 12. LS 0. Wow. Listen, if you can hold LS to goose egg, uh, take a victory lap. Maybe not too hard because got playoffs coming up. But playoffs? Yeah. Playoffs. Oh, we got backups then? They sure got some backups do. in there. Backup kids I'm going to have to pull out the stat sheet here. and It also means that I've officially given up on CV stats. So I am not. I'm oh, ready you for can Drago. Continue. Tegan Rubel on the carry. Rubel's in there. Give I mean, him a Rubel. Rubel's been in there. Let's put it the that Rubel way. got eight. All right. How about this? Central York's Matthew Parker nailed a 54-yarder off a tee on a free kick. Wow. A free kick? Well, read that right. 30 to nothing over uh, my Bearcats of York High. Second and three handoff this time goes to Santana. Santana cutting up the right-hand side right in front of the Muhlenberg bench. Makes one man miss, spins down, and is tackled. And hard to see exactly who it is, but I would imagine it's a Cruz, and it is. JV and Cruz with the tackle. Where's Clemenson's down? And Clemenson will... Oh. Take a seat on the grass. One of the last times that we're actually going to see this grass field. Oh, they say uh, turf next year. Wow, nice. Or in two years, one of the one of the two. It's it's very it's going to be very recent. Hope Clemson's all right. He's had a heck of a career, or at least this year. I don't know what he did last year. Clemson looking to play lacrosse at Alvernia. That's awesome. Good for him. If he plays football the way he does lacrosse, I can see why he's going to play college lacrosse. Yeah. yeah. They've said that Coach Az is trying to get him involved with the football team. I actually went out and watched Alvernia play uh, Del Val, believe it or not. Mm. Nationally ranked Delaware Valley. Who yeah. You did? Alvernia. Oh, he did. I, I saw. Okay. I was invited to the, the one and only box at Alvernia. Let's put it that way. It was a, actually a much closer game than expected but those teams combined for about 300 yards of penalties. I kid you not. 
300. It what? was it was bad. Really? Uh, uh, honestly, I'll look it up, but it was one of the uh, worst football games I've ever seen for personal foul penalties. Yeah. Out of the gun, handoff is straight ahead to Rubel, and Rubel will cut his way down to the, the 17. Gain of three. Yeah, they're, they're starting to work up some backups in there. Uh, mm -hmm. See if he is. Yep. Cheek will exit with three touchdowns and an interception to his credit. So he will improve that touch, touchdown to interception ratio to 17 to 5. And improve it. Handoff right now is to number 26, Andrew Stoltzfus, a solid Lancaster County name, and he is in for the touchdown. Stoltzfus. Spelled the uh, appropriate way with the F O O S at the end. Ah, not the, not the uh, you know F U S. It's the uh, it's mm -hmm. the full foos at the end. Stoltzfus from what was that about eleven yards out? Yeah, eleven. In for the score, forty-eight nothing. Looking to make it forty-nine. Cheek is still in there as the holder. He didn't want to mess up the holder. Who's the kicker? Showvicker? That one punched right through again. He's had some beautiful extra points. Makes it 49 nothing with 234 remaining. And I won't tell if you won't tell, but that clock continues to run here, even though we technically Shh. should have a stoppage. Let's take a commercial break and hope that that clock keeps running. 49 nothing when we return here on Field Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. You're listening to Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. That clock did continue to run. Cruz, I don't know if he touched it. He now has to pick it up on the inch line and work it out. He cuts up the field around the 10-yard line, finally ridden out of bounds. He thought that one would go into the end zone, and it decided to die about 12 inches away. Can't leave it there. Yeah, it looked like it was going to go, but it didn't. Can't leave it there. That's a live football. Mm-hmm. Not ideal, but... Clock continuing to run. It is 21-14 Central. With five minutes left in the third quarter over in Exeter. Shaping up to be another fantastic photo finish between those two <laughs> schools. What's the score? 21-14. Dotson get, back into the game. It'd be kind of crazy that they won this many and straight games, actually. Oh, no. Two in a row. A little pop pass here to Mikey Miller. Miller trying to gain the edge. Almost tripped up, now runs into a tag team, and he is shoved out of bounds around the 20-yard line. A little extracurricular at the end of the play. No referee saw it. 
So we'll keep moving on here, and that will do it for the third quarter. As Miller, gain of five. I'll give Coley the uh, five-yard catch on that one. Five-yard pitch and catch, I should say. That'll bring us to the end of the third. 49-0. Let's take another break, and when we return, we'll wind down the fourth quarter, and honestly, the entire season coming up here on the Mule Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. It's the Mule Sports Network on Jerry Gallif Media. 49-0 here as they switch fields. Muhlenberg on offense here. Second down and five as Coley in the gun. Hands the ball off. Nice quick cut there by Torak and immediately ridden back behind the line. Forward progress will give him about a yard. Bring up third down. It just, you hope next year that the O-line can just improve. That's really it. And you know. Just it, like, you got some good skill kits. You got Miller and Dotson's done some good things. And, like, it just, there isn't, the O-line has been the biggest issue this year. They just can't block. And I'm, you know, probably a great group of kids. They just haven't blocked most of the year very well. Well, hopefully that is a weight room program. Weight room pro, uh, problem. Good Lord. There we go. Hopefully that will be solved by the weight room. They just installed it this past year. Everybody can go in there and lift, and hopefully that will help out as Dotson going up, snagging that one out of midair. Great play there. Yeah, nice slant little slant. underneath, yep. a little high, caught it, and got up the field. Right around the 32-yard line, gain a 10. They needed three. It'll be a first down. Yeah, heck of effort. So nicely done there by Dotson, again, back into the game after, I don't know if it was a stinger or what he had going on, but he's back out there. First down and 10. And off once again to Torok. Torok. Some fast feet out to the 36. Game three. Wilson 30, I mean, Township 35, Wilson 14. Ten thirty remaining here. Clock continues to run, Did sticking he? on portions in the <laughs> score scoreboard for a couple seconds at a time, then advancing. Coley in the gun. Prevent defense here by Conestoga Valley as Torek now bouncing it outside, cuts up to around the forty, and he's going to be awfully close to a first down if he doesn't already have it. I would have to imagine they may just give it to him. And I swear, if you bring out the chain gang to measure that one. <laughs> you can't stop. You only hope to contain Torque. Yeah. 36. Gets it up to around the 43. It's good for seven. 
Tarek has now touched the ball seven times here in the second half for 24 yards, all on the ground. Yep. Miller and Dotson also touching the football. Once again, Torek, this time, Jeez. decent hole. But unfortunately, that second line of defenders is just waiting for him Those after he, he had a major hole that time. And just unfortunately, linebackers, nobody on him. They're free to tackle and game two. That's the whole key to a run game is getting that next level. It's getting that you second level. Getting that sex le second level and, and, and basically pushing them and, and creating leverage for your running backs. And just been a problem all year, and, and you got to just hope that the whole line gets better next year because you're going to have Mikey Miller next year at running back receiver. Mm. Uh, you probably have Aiden Lopez back. So, yeah. Don't look for Miller. Miller. It was knocked down. Yeah, that year. one knocked down at the line. Miller would have been open. Had the throw been on target? Is that one just a little hitch play? Again, you know, that's not Cooley's fault. It's just No, that one's knocked down at the line. It's, you know, throw it a little higher next time. Surprisingly, it was not uh, their number 80 out there, by the way. As uh, Jordan Sensenig lining up as a defensive lineman on the right-hand side. It stands at 5'2". Sorry, 6'2". Yeah, there you go. Once again, a little counter play from Torak and gains about a yard, and by that time, the secondary was there to greet him. Again, it's that second and third level of defender that is packing the line of scrimmage, and they're just, they're right there by the they time they that he breaks through. They just don't get so. the next level. That's Gain of one for Torak, his ninth carry for 27. You can't run the ball if you don't get to the next level at all. Maiden, another punt upcoming. As Conestoga Valley will stick Sawyer Espenshade back to return. Another good Lancaster County name. That is another good Lancaster County name, isn't it? Nearly blocked by Rubel. Instead, it'll be on a bounce. He has to pick it up because there were mules in the vicinity as that was uh, Ariel Cruz in making the stop. And, and if that wasn't picked up by Espenshade, Cruz would have had a free pass at it. Espenshade, a couple yards. Another first down here for the Buckskins. Espen Shade, Stolzfoots. I feel like oh, yeah, maybe a little whoopie pie. I had that a couple weeks ago. Thank you. you did. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's also an Epstein on their roster, Epstein. so we don't have to go there. There is another Stoltzfus with the F-U-S spelling. Wow. Number 61, Tal Stoltzfus. Yeah, Tal's actually getting recruited to play college football. And Soren. Yes. Have to imagine that they're related. Yes, they are. T Soren is 6'2", 290 along the line. Yes. Tall is 5'10", 245. It's Canada. And flags thrown immediately. Two people went in motion at the same time. You yep. can't do that. It's going to be a legal no, procedure legal. here. Eh, unless you're up in eh, Canada. Eh. <laughs> no, not good. You like so the Tim Hunt? <laughs> soak it in, folks. This is your last time listening to Pat this year. So. There you go. Soak eh? it in. You're getting, the, tidbits? you're getting the full Pat Wider experience this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Clock ticks inside of 620 here in the fourth. Canadians are lovely people. 28-14. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. Depends who you ask, I it's guess. Captain. Snidely Whiplash was Canadian, wasn't he? <laughs> Not a very nice guy. Under six minutes now as they finally hike the football. That one handed off and well covered there by the Mules. 
Hard to see exactly who it was, but I'll see him when he finally turns around. 39? No, that would be 68. That would be Balanca again in on the stop. Oh, 37 running. I thought Read that one really well. <laughs> Blanca with the stop. Works him back to the 16-yard line. It'll actually be a loss of four on the play this time. Steven Williams with the carry. Once again, they fake it this time. End up QB keeper. Spun down. Yeah, uh, Castle Valley has most of their JVs in. Yeah, that was Josh Vargas in on the stop. Once again, celebrating senior night as well. So the seniors for Muhlenberg, there have not been all that many that we've needed to announce. The sophomore-laden team, uh, one freshman, handful of juniors, handful of seniors, but largely a big sophomore base. Uh, but we will say farewell to uh, Josiah Fuentes, Kyle Archie, Julian Colon, uh, Wes Clemison, Jacob Torok, Anthony Sapola. Isaiah Dotson will also be gone. This one falling incomplete uh, in the direction of Parker Book. Bring up fourth down. I got to get it in another time for the parents. So that was Let's come in all day. Sawyer Espenshade. Swing and a miss there from him. West Clemson all day. Yeah, you'll have to find something else next year, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Shane Hoffman, also a senior. We have not heard his name an awful lot here this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh you also have Rudy Madueno. You have Josh Vargas, previously called. Robert Mogul, Joseph Rodriguez, Tucker Balanca, uh, Marvin Marilyn, and then uh, Jordy Lopez and the two kickers, uh, Jairo Alcaraz muffed. and Javier Maiden. And that one, a muffed punt. It's going to bounce at the 35-yard line, and Conestoga Valley will touch it down around the 39. But there is a flag all the way back at the punter. And, well, with four mules surrounding him and a flag down, you can't help but think, gee, this might be running into the kicker or roughing the kicker. Yeah. And it will be. Roughing the punter. Roughing the punter. There you go. So we will say farewell to those seniors. Thank you for all of your contributions to Muhlenberg. Hope you had fond memories of playing Muhlenberg football. Yeah, it's, it's I'm it's sure that will be sad. calling your name uh, very shortly here for some of you for basketball, some for baseball. It's always sad when you lose a sport and you're never going to play it again. Because, like, pick up basketball. You can go pick up, mm-hmm. pick up basketball. You're never going to put your pads and helmet again. It's hard to play yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can always play hockey, though. Yeah, there's always beer leagues. There's beer leagues. There's roller leagues. Mm-hmm. There's deck hockey. There is deck hockey. Yeah. Handoff going up the gut, and wow, wow, big stop there by Ryan Rosenberry. Rosenberry. Wow. He ran right into Ryan Rosenberry, and it was like he hit a brick wall. Wow. As the freshman in making the stop. Also in was Josh Vargas. Rosenberry's listed at 5'11", 200. I don't believe it. Maybe a little bit more. <laughs> maybe a little bit. I'm sure you may see that uh, fluctuate maybe a little bit with the weight room. Probably. Definitely. 
depending. Uh, like I said, it's it's hard to tell. He's linebacker on defense. He does not play offense here in varsity, but he does uh, dabble in running back at JV. So we'll see where he ends up landing here. He could be a guard. In his future career. He could. He could. He would need to I'm stack on saying. a bunch of weight. Yeah. Probably a good, solid 40 pounds. Well, you can play guard at like 215 if you're strong and you're athletic. You run, especially if you run the wing T. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but we don't. A, run the wing T, and B, we run the... We ran the wing T last year. You yep. can bring it back, dust it off, buck sweep, belly, You could. Belly, I, think, I, think that they are going to, I think they are going to stick with what they have rolling Put here, which is the spread. And for the spread offense, believe it or not, you do need to uh, protect your quarterback to throw the football. You do. Showing a little bit of blitz here, Clemson. Jeez. Throwing a body in that A-gap, just nowhere to go. He just pushes the center it's, 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 it's every single time you see Clemson, somehow he ends up behind the line of scrimmage on his butt. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just taking a seat. We'll bring up fourth down as they uh, wind the clock here, and we'll see if we're able to get one more playoff, and I think we are. We'll be the final play of the game here inside one minute. 49 nothing. your likely final score here, unless CV breaks one off here in the final play. I swear, every time Wes Clemson just blitzes up the middle, you just see the center go back into the backfield somehow. <coughs> they will wind this clock all the way down. Really, they can take it whenever because the clock's going to continue to run. Yep. Hand off here. Cruz in on the stop before he can get to Clemson. It'll bring up fourth down, but inside 10 seconds, it will not matter. This one will end 49-0 in favor of Conestoga Valley. They improved to 8-2. They may have solidified uh, a home playoff game for them, uh, and we'll see what Exeter does here. Exeter may be starting on the road, depending how things shake out, and that could be kind of hairy. <laughs> kind of hairy. <laughs> kind of hairy for them. For the Mules... There will not be a postseason. No, there will uh, They will fall to one and nine this season, matching their record from last year. And uh, no, 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 they won two uh, games. Sorry, last year. two games last year. So, so actually, short. sliding back a, a game this year, a lone victory on the road against Lebanon, but unfortunately, a very tough end of the season. Uh, once they started coming back home, their first game back home after playing four out of their first five on the road was against Mannheim Central, who is currently leading Exeter for that Section Two crown. Yes. Uh, and then they had to play Exeter the following week. So it was just nonstop here once we got into the thick of the season. And, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things where we've said it all season long and we'll continue to say it and we'll keep hounding it. Uh, that sophomore-laden team, you want them to go out there. You want them to, to get some sparks. You want them to make some good plays. And I hope that this year that really has happened for some of those young guys coming off of JV, getting varsity minutes. Uh, get starting varsity minutes for a lot of them. And then you, you move on. You you take what you learned here. You get stronger, faster. You learn the playbook a little bit better. Because remember, they got that playbook this summer, and they've been continuously trying to learn it as the season has gone along here. So yeah. uh, having another full off season to learn and to uh, really take over that playbook and make it their own, I think will be super helpful. Um, but as for this year, yeah, one and nine. And uh, we've had some tough, tough moments to go through. We've also had some good ones, and we've enjoyed bringing every single moment here to you. Uh, but, yeah, uh, if you want to go over second-half stats, 
Nothing really to talk about. Well, I just want to um, can I highlight some of the kids? You coming? absolutely yeah, you sure can. Yeah, Aiden Please Lopez, do. Jr., you know, he's going to come back and play probably next year. Essentially, sure. Yeah, you got, you know, Mikey Miller that we've talked a lot about. You got Jeffrey Collado, young sophomore. He's had a good year at outside linebacker. Um, and then you got, you know, you got some other players as well. So the seniors, Wes Clemson, great job this year. Jacob Torek, good job this year. They really put their heart out and soul out in these games. JV and Cruz, all five foot five, five foot six of them, tough as nails. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that Exeter game, by the way, it's 28-14 Central. At the end of the third the quarter. The end of the third. I'm not shocked at all. I am not either. Like I said, Exeter may be not on the outside looking in, but they may be traveling. Depending on what Hershey does, depending on I, I don't know what those scores look like, and at this point, I really, I'll look once we're off the air. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that could that could certainly get interesting. But for here, forty-nine nothing, your final score that will close the book on the twenty twenty-three season here for the Mules. And like I said, I think that I speak for everyone when I say that we've really enjoyed bringing all of this to you over the past ten weeks, and uh, we have a multi-year contract, so we'll see you again next year. <laughs> Hey, a couple of things I want to say. I want to say thank you, sure. Jerry. Yes. Thank you, Jerry, man. As Jerry's always. been unbelievable. My dad passed away, and Jerry's been calling me and checking on me. And just unbelievable person. And then thank you, Chris. Great producer. Does a great job. He's got a great laugh. And then, uh, Ryan, thank you so much. I had so much fun doing this. This is like a blast. I look no, forward good. to it every Friday. Like I said, every uh, first week. Always ends up a little hairy with a new partner, and then by the end, we're best of friends. So. Exactly. Uh, honestly, I did it with uh, with your dad. I did it with Darren oh, yeah. last year. That uh, you know, the first couple of weeks are always kind of feeling each other out and trying to not step on each other's toes and and figure out your personality together. And I think that your dad and I, even when he came here to do the Exeter game, like it was like we hadn't missed any time. And, oh yeah. You know, Pat certainly maybe wasn't quite there week one. <laughs> But, you know, by week 10, we are a well-oiled machine together. And uh, hopefully you come back next year yeah, and you really yeah, enjoy yourself. So. Um, I'm planning on it. And he did not give me tranquilizers, if you're asking. No. He, he did, did not. not. Most I just certainly calmed down not. a little bit. <laughs> that first game was crazy, though. That, I mean, I've never seen a doink like that. That first game was crazy against uh, Octorera. Maybe we'll uh, put together a postseason podcast if uh, I believe that we did a preseason one. Jerry mm-hmm. will likely want to do a postseason one. Most likely. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But, yeah, you won't hear from me or well, you won't hear from Pat for almost a year. Uh, yeah. But you won't hear from Until next uh, season. Jerry Gellif I- Media. I'll be writing. <laughs> and uh, the Mule Sports Network until basketball season starts mm-hmm. in December. So, uh, you know, take a break from uh, Mule Sports. Got a couple of other ones going on right now. And. It'll probably uh, be in, me and you again now yeah. that I think about it. And in the meantime, we will have uh, basketball, baseball, softball, both boys and girls basketball, by the way. We're not WEEU. We uh, call boys and girls evenly. <laughs> wow. Sorry. No, I, that was funny. Listen, well, then. I'm hashtag girl dad for life. Uh, I have two girls, and the fact that WEEU refused to call Why Missing Girls Basketball last year, despite their best season in school e- history, making it to, to states. And they called two games. They were actually in the building for games that Why Missing Girls were playing, and they refused to cover them. So it brings me great yeah. excitement to be able to bring girls basketball to you and softball in the spring as well. So yes, uh, all of that upcoming. But for now, 
again, we close the book on the 2023 football season. This one ends with a 1-9 record. But again, a lot of promise for the upcoming years with a very heavy sophomore team. We look forward to bringing this team to you over the course of the next few seasons right here in Laureldale. And thank you for everybody listening. It was a pleasure to, to hear some of you guys tell us that you like listening. Mm-hmm. So thank you. It's it been was a pleasure. A, it we was talked a to very big pleasure. Yeah, we talked to Ryan Rosenberry's dad, Jeff, last week. Obviously, he was on the broadcast. We talked to West Clemson's parents. Uh, we've had a handful of parents reach out and uh, express their their kind regards to us. So, uh, yeah, but that will do it up here in the box. Pat's got something to write, apparently. Yeah. And uh, then he has to drive 50 minutes home. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get down. There. I gotta go. I gotta so go interview one up, of the coaches. And we're gonna wrap it up here. So. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, 49 nothing. your final. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Uh, Pat may have something to say <laughs> about one of them. <laughs> Pat had to go buy a hamburger I'll tonight. see you guys at Bojangles. Jer- Jer- Jerry will put that in your next paycheck. He'll, he'll pay you for the extra hamburger. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure. Today we got people just coming up and yelling in the press box at us. This is what it's all Love about. Love it. So, it's great. Uh, no. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to our fans for listening in. Again, we had uh, some record-setting numbers uh, last week, I believe, and uh, even the week before when we were on the road against Warwick. That's mm-hmm. part of the reason why we do this. So uh, thank you to Jerry, like you said. And, again, Pat, Chris, it's been a pleasure working with you guys. And pleasure. Hopefully it's been the same uh, likewise oh, <laughs> yes. for you guys. So uh, Incredible. Again, We'll uh, turn the page here, move on to basketball season. But for now, it's been an absolute pleasure working with you guys. And hopefully our audience has enjoyed every step of the way. And we'll look forward to bringing it to you next year. But for uh, everyone here in Laureldale, it is farewell to the 2023 football season and hello to basketball season in a little over a month. A little bit. So until then, thank you all for listening. I'm Ryan Lineweaver. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. It's been a pleasure to bring you our inaugural season of Muhlenberg Football. We all hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. We'll be back in a few weeks with boys and girls basketball and wrestling for the winter season. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night.